Welcome to Make Your Point, a Poland Brothers podcast. We're we're back here again. This is episode number four. Um, doing this again, and today's topic is ghost stories. And we don't mean just generic ghost stories. We mean ghost stories that actually happen to each one of us individually. And then we'll discuss the ramifications of those ghost stories on our beliefs. And uh, and we've got some good ones. I'm excited to hear this. Uh, and we're gonna today we're gonna start out with Mark. Um, and, and for those new listeners out there, there's four of us, four Poland brothers. My name's Matt. We have Dan, James, and Mark. And that's, that's in uh, oldest to youngest age order. But, uh, today we're going to start out with Mark and, uh, he's going to tell us his spooky stories. <laughs> so Mark, it's all yours. All right. Uh, well, uh, welcome all our listeners. Um, so Mark one th- is, uh. Is this going to be a skinwalker story? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys can tell your alien stories. We should have an alien story <laughs> podcast. So it's not a it's not a skinwalker story. You spent a lot of time on the res too in your previous marriage. So I'm, I'm wondering That's if true, yeah. this is a skinwalker situation. <laughs> no, there's there's no skinwalking in this story. Right. Um, you're involved. You're there. Actually, all of you are kind of involved in this story. Uh-oh. I think uh, Daniel and Matt would be the catalyst for any sort of demonic activity. So. <laughs> well, and, and, I think that's fair. Well, and, you know, hail Satan. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and just so our audience knows that the forest we we grew up in Cottonwood, mm-hmm. Arizona. Uh, yeah, should we talk a little bit about our house, though? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to mention I, I that. I was about to. I was, yeah, yeah. but I always get interrupted. When <laughs> well, so, no, Mark, we're talking. <laughs> well, I think, I think it's important to describe because everybody, every one of us, has had an experience in that house. I think we would all agree that we grew up in a haunted house. I would. I think yeah. we would all agree that we all had really terrifying experiences in this house that we didn't talk about until we were. Out of the house, and we were out of it. But all of us had these stories, which I think is really, really interesting. Um, so, so uh, can, can I tell my yeah, story? Yeah, go ahead. Is, no, is we'll, that... we'll interrupt you in a few minutes. Go ahead, Mark. Mark. Shouldn't you be used to this by now, Mark? <laughs> all right. So I was very little. Um, I must have been, I don't know, probably like eight years old, and. Uh, I, I get up in the middle of the night. It's in the middle of the night, and uh, the house is dark. And I, I was uh, sharing uh, um, my room with with you, James. You were on the top bunk. Wait, and, was Daniel in the room? Yeah, was I in the room or? then? Too? No, yeah, it was no. after that. This was, uh, I believe, it was just uh, you and I in that room. I don't think Dan was okay. in that room. And this was this was in the house in Cottonwood. Either. Yeah, you house in Cottonwood. Were you in that room? You, you well, I, on... but remember, like when Andy, like I took over Andy's Andy. Went room. Oh yeah, it was after. Yeah, it right. was it was after you took over Andy. You were not in the room. It was right. just uh, James and I. And I get out of bed, and uh, the house was very dark. And I walk down the hallway, and I go. Um, into the kitchen area, and then there was this little archway um, between the the uh, living room area or TV room area and like the kitchen. And I remember that I was standing there, and I saw uh, Matt, 
um, Dan and Amy, but they were kind of translucent and they had no no feet and they were just kind of floating um, in that arch area. Like and in the doorway? In, yeah, I remember that little... Like I arch. remember an arch, but I remember, I remember a doorway. Yeah. Arch. So floating, was it? floating like in the living room area, like where the TV was, or like uh, just or... just just into that room is where they were they were floating, and I remember them saying, uh, "Do you want to play blocks?" And I was, you know, I was very little. <laughs> did you want to? He's uh, like, hell yeah! How long did you play blocks with him? <laughs> uh, that is a good question. I did actually play blocks uh, with them. And you did? They, I did. There were they were like translucent blocks, and I was playing blocks. I was real little, you know. I was like eight years old, and I rem- been, you had to be younger than that. I right? I don't know. I it's somewhere around there. This is you know an old memory. So you were eight when when they moved out. No, I was ten. They were ten. We, I was oh, ten okay. when we moved. Yeah. Well, no, because we moved in '92. Mark, you were born in '83, so you, we moved when you were we moved when you were nine. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, okay. this would have been right before we moved if, if that was. The case. Yeah, yeah, I, because I, I remember Dan was not in our room. Be, that becomes. So this had to have been after Andy left on his mission. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So I don't know how long I was there. Uh, playing... So you actually played blocks with them, though. Like... I did. I did. And I was playing blocks with, uh, which I your, thought were my ghost two siblings. ghost siblings. <laughs> and uh, the we- the weird did, did they try to fuck with you at all? <laughs> yeah, was there like sarcasm? No, no that's, you should have known right away. You're not my sibling. <laughs> if it was truly my brothers, they would be like tying me up and beating me. <laughs> but they were not doing that. They were so nice. Made you totally aware that they weren't actually your siblings. <laughs> <laughs> my demonic brothers and sisters are much nicer than my real ones. <laughs> Right? They're like, you've had enough. Let's play some blocks. <laughs> we're, so, we're not going to possess you at this crazy. time. I, I, I think I remember you telling this story. I didn't realize you actually played blocks with them. Yeah, I did. I, I did. I played blocks with them. Did they and talk you weren't to you? scared at all? They talked to you? I was kind of like in a trance myself. I felt like I was kind so of Mark, in a trance. Do you, do you remember like getting a glass of water first before you went in there? No. You I, like you were sleepwalking? Uh, it, I could have been sleepwalking. I don't know. It, it's But here's the crazy part is after I'm there for a while, um, I leave to go back into, uh, down the hallway, and um, I'm going into mom and dad's room. And I remember looking into our room, James, and the sun was coming through the window, and I saw that the blanket... um, was kind of like rolled up from the top bunk and and laying down the side. It was just kind of rolled up. Nothing too odd about it. It just had fallen off and it was kind of like rolled up. And the sun was coming through. Was it like hanging from the other? Yeah, it was like hanging from the top just down to to the bottom. Okay. Uh-huh. And I remember I I went into mom and dad's room and I lay on the ground by the by their bed. The weird thing is, the next day, I woke up in mom and dad's room, and then I went to our room, and James was still asleep, 
exactly how I saw him, and the blanket was exactly the way I saw it. So it was really creepy that the last thing I remember looking into that room was the exact same scene I saw when I woke up that so, morning. But you weren't scared yeah, of that. That is pretty weird. I, I would feel like I felt like I was in a trance. Okay. The whole entire time, I felt like I was in a trance. That's interesting. I, I have never heard this. Story yeah, before. I haven't either. No, Mark. I think you told me something yeah, about I, it. But I think I you told described that you. you felt like I mean, this is probably during your your super agnostic college phase. <laughs> you're only you're you're weirdly agnostic now, but like super agnostic. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I love the You were describing it as some sort of hallucination uh, before when you get. To, well, I mean, it's very possible I could have been sleepwalking and sort of dreaming while you dreaming while I'm sleepwalking. I just thought it well, was just really. I just yeah, thought, go ahead, Mark. Sorry. I just thought it was really creepy that I saw the blanket and you laying in the bed the same way that I saw it. Um, now, you know. why were me and Andy not included in the astral projection? Um, why were we? Why was yeah, why didn't you play locks with them? I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, that's a good question, James. I have no well, I mean, idea. It really was not Matt because Matt would never spend quality time <laughs> unless he was doing something like teaching us how to play chess with the wrong rules. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes or, I remember uh, Matt teaching me cheating, chess or cheating in a game with us. Like every every or, fucking or game. Like that, so. <laughs> that was great, though. I love teaching you guys chess uh, with yeah. all these different rules. So it was like you lose if you lose both your knights. I think was the rule. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you lost. Only only the knight can kill the queen. Um, yeah, yeah. Like that. I remember it uh, was very complex. Uh, I don't yeah. remember all the rules. I remember yeah. uh, after Matt had taught me the rules of chess, I remember trying to teach one of my friends the rules that <laughs> like, Matt right? had played. And that is when I discovered that that is not the rules to chess. <laughs> <laughs> you that your brother is a bastard. <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> and uh, other other ghost stories I've had. Um, I've right, Mark, seen just before you before you move on uh, to your other ghost story. I would like to say that you know Dad had several sleepwalking experiences uh, in that house as well. He did. Yeah. Um, this is from from Mom, but I guess he would wake up. Um, yeah, but Dad walk. also had like night terrors and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, would, yeah do you Dad remember coming home and like Dad. having to wake one of them up? You would never wake up Dad because he'd wake up swinging. Yeah. at you. Yeah. So yeah. Well, Andy used to Dad, wake up swinging the, 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 at you too. Yeah. Yeah. That was for different reasons. That was for different reasons, right? Because <laughs> we were always <laughs> fucking with him, right? <laughs> 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 You know, we're, I think we're going to have like a theme of nights in that house too, because I think I know the story that Matt's going to tell. But the one that what Mom told me that Dad experienced is he got up in the middle of the night, uh, and he'd walk to the kitchen. He grabbed a fire, frying pan and yeah. was coming back because he thought Mom was it was a mummy. And she, yeah. Dad, oh, I think I remember Dad hearing that story. Some sort of monster or something. He was about to hit her. He's going to beat her to uh, death with a frying pan. Yeah. So, just to throw that in, and these yeah, weird there, occurrences of that house. Mom, mom has a very terrifying story in that house as well. Um, yes. Mom uh, was uh, waking up, and she saw this. She described it as a 
pure dark energy that yeah. had human form standing at the base of her bed looking at her and then yeah, for paranormal people because i listen to a lot of paranormal podcasts etc um this would be a shadow person uh, okay. Were, oh okay okay that's the technical that. term yeah. the shadow person shadow person so the shadow person was looking at mom and then noticed that mom was awake and then ran out of the room when yeah the shadow person noticed mom was awake mm, interesting yeah. Yeah, and I've I guess I've seen other shadow people. Um, yeah. One time I saw a dark figure just kind of over James. Um, I remember you telling me this. This yeah. was in the other house in Chandler. Though, yeah, this right? was in Chandler. I saw a dark figure, like kind of floating over you, and. Uh, the weird I, things is is James had a wet dream that exact same night. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I was trying to infer this was some sort of succubus, <laughs> which I, I don't think that's a, that's what occurred. <laughs> James was moaning all funny. It was really weird. <laughs> this is not a succubus uh, situation. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think I think those are my ghost stories. I'll, when Dan gets to to his, I'll explain to you how he freaked me the fuck out in Chicago. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Good night, Mark." <laughs> it happened right here, right where you're sleeping. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna go. Well, time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that one later. So, uh, do you want to move to you, Matt? Yeah. Uh, or James? No, let's go to James. James, you ready? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, my, mine are not as, as scary as, as, as any of y'all. Um, so, I, uh, we can start with, with this one, I guess. When I was, um, this actually occurred in, in Chandler, but uh, you know uh, how our father... Uh, Purchases vehicles that are only of the highest oh. quality. <laughs> quality. Quality uh, vehicles, straight <laughs> yeah. from the so auctions. He, An old police car. Right. <laughs> um, and and when they break down and you're driving them, it's, it's your, clearly your fault. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> it only had three hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> in any case, one of those. Uh, this is when I want to say this is seventh or eighth grade. Uh, I think it was 7th grade for me. Uh, I was 13. We just moved to Chandler from Godwood. And uh, Dad had broken down uh, again. Shocking. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, Dad used to sell land in Tucson. We lived in Chandler, which is the yeah. Phoenix area. So he'd go back and forth there all the time. And um, he'd take this road that led through South Chandler that was went through the, the Indian Reservation there. Um, anyway, he had broke down uh, right before a uh, construction zone uh, going on there. And uh, me and mom went down there to go pick him up. And uh, I was sitting in uh, his truck. I, I don't remember which truck it was. I don't remember if it was the Datsun or Dotson. if it was. It was one of dad's trucks. There was, there's only been 40 Back or 50 then it's probably uh, the in the time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, mom and dad were talking near our minivan. Uh, I had just sat in the driver's side of my dad's truck. Um, and I was about to, uh, get out and just go see mom and dad again. 
Uh, right before I got out, though, I I felt the sensation that I couldn't move, and uh, I could not get out the left side of the car. I felt like whatever this thing was uh, stopping me, it said you can go out the passenger side, but you can't go out the driver's side. Like, I was stuck. Hmm. And right as I was looking in the left uh, left side view mirror, I saw a, uh, a truck rolling over. Um, Holy smokes. Like, side over side. Uh, towards the construction area because the construction area had a stop sign. I guess this this truck didn't see it and it swerved off too quickly and rolled. Um, it then hit another truck that then slammed into the driver's side door where I was. Wow! So wow! I've never I heard this story either. That moment, yeah, I told you this story. So do you think that was a ghost story or was it like? This is more supernatural. More supernatural right. story of, of, yeah. of some some kind of protective force kept you from getting out on the driver's side. Right. Uh, it knew that my uh, my future would be Catholic, therefore. <laughs> the saint um, was so smiling on you. Which saint was this? Which saint was this? Was this the saint of this, this, uh, don't get uh, hit by getting out of the driver's side? Yes, I would say this would be my uh, guardian angel, according oh, to Oh, so that would be Saint Drago, the patron saint of... Unattractive people. What? 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 That's your guardian angel. Well, it makes sense now. Yeah, all makes sense. Okay, we'll come back to that, I guess. That the there was actually kind of tragic. The the um. The truck uh, was carrying two people. One of them was a woman, and she actually got ejected out oh of the truck God. and ended up dying there at the oh, scene. Man. Um, dad, dad ended up pulling one of the guys out of the truck. Oh, um, jeez! But it was it was a woman. It was a woman in her in her twenties um, who, who ended up dying there. Uh, so uh, yeah, that was my uh, first um, supernatural story. Um, Everything else, uh, this is one I don't think I've actually told any of you. Um, but Mark, uh, Mark, you'll probably remember. Remember when we had a, uh, I think it was an, a Super Nintendo um, or something like that where we played, uh, this is right after we moved to Chandler. Um, but yeah, we were I'm... playing like Mario, Mario 3, I think. <laughs> this is right. such a weird... I don't know. I don't know if it would just be being weird or what, but um, so this was a ghost story involving Mario Three, right? It does, and I, okay. I don't know. I, this is why I've never explained, and I, I can't imagine why I wouldn't open up to my brothers. Because, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're so, always so understanding, so accepting of everything. <laughs> um, anyway, there was a there's a section in Mario Three where you actually do like a match game. Yeah, um, where you're yeah. like matching different cards yeah. randomly. You remember this, Mark? I do remember that game, yes. Okay. Um, so for some reason, I started to feel like this really ominous presence around me while I was playing this game. And Mark was actually in the room with me, too. Is that why you felt the ominous? Uh, uh, I was holding a butter knife yeah. above you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <was a> weird <laughs> feeling. <laughs> Strange dark feeling. Mark is screaming anyway, knife. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. Keep going. But I, I 
I started to feel this this ominous presence. I should, um, yeah. And is this uh, similar to the like ominous I started, presence? I started feeling this ominous presence, and I I started just kind of randomly picking cards, uh-huh. um, the match game cards, and I kept on matching every single card like ten in a row. Huh. It was like something. I felt like almost something was telling me that it was there. <laughs> And then it was manipulating and watching it. Oh, okay. But anyway, I ended up going through like 10 of these different match games and it kept on matching every single one. And I ended up turning off the Nintendo. And Mark looked at me like, why did you turn it off? You were winning. You're doing great. And I was right. like, yeah, I, I was like, no, I don't know. Like, I was really scared. I didn't even tell Mark about it because I just thought it was it was weird. Yeah. Uh, but that was... Uh, a strange presence and then later that that night hey, can you get that presence um, again i want to go buy a lottery ticket <laughs> <laughs> yeah which, which uh, catholic saint was night. this yeah it's uh the patron saint of memory video games of memory. <laughs> of the game memory there there's no saint involved it was probably your disembodied demonic <laughs> <laughs> i see um yeah before it has fully come to rest me. in my soul it was out just terrorizing right, right. Well, helping you play a video game. Yeah, <laughs> right. Very I helpful. Game. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was positive or negative. I it just it scared me obviously. Um, and then later that night, um, we had like one of those egg timers things in the kitchen. Yeah, that I used to play with like the white one. Yeah, the white one. Yeah. And uh, I was down there in the kitchen, um, and all of a sudden it started dinging on and off. Uh, like three or four times it basically started and stopped again hmm, uh, and then like I grabbed it and like stopped it for good uh, but I felt like it was trying to it was trying to get my attention um, in some way and I felt like maybe the, the match game was trying to get my attention too um, but that was that was that incident and I don't think I told you uh, you guys, that, that's well, it. I got a question. Were the cookies burnt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't remember why I was in the kitchen. So, Wow. Well, that's, that's, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's I've a never good story. I haven't heard that, one. Yeah, heard that one before. Right. Um, kind, yeah. of a, kind of a strange uh, thing there. It yeah. was odd. So Mar- it messes with Mario 3 and egg timers. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh we we can see why you're Catholic now, right? Um, Patron yeah, saints of Mario and All right, well, cool. Thanks, James. You got you have another one, or are you done? No, I think we'll leave it there. I, those are the ones I can think of. My, uh, I'm anxious to get to uh, Daniel's and, and yours because yeah. yours are, are a lot freaker. I think uh, if we have time, I'd like to talk about. Um, some of Andy's that he told us as well. Sure. Um, but yeah. yeah. All but, right. Uh, we'll go ahead and move on to you. Okay. D- d- well, Dan, do you want to go first? Or should you, I? you go ahead. All right. Yeah. Dan's probably got the best stories. So I don't. Yours yeah. is pretty uh, good. So uh, we'll we'll go with mine and we'll leave we'll leave the best for last. <laughs> but uh, so I've got two stories. Um, they both happen around the same time. This is in the house in Cottonwood. Uh, I think I was around eleven or twelve years old. Um, and me and Andy were sharing a room. We uh, we had bunk beds, uh, and I was on the, for this first story. I was on the bottom bunk, and for several days, um, I'd wake up in the morning, and my pillow had slid behind the bed, between the wall and the bed. There right. was like an eight inch space there, 
and my pillow was down there, I'd wake up with a sore neck or whatever, and, and just, it, it, it was really frustrating. You know, this my pillow would slide off the bed every single night. So one night came, the, the next night came, and I was determined not to let this happen. You know, I, I told myself, I'm not going to, I'm going to make right. sure this pillow doesn't fall, fall behind the bed. And so anyway, I'm, I'm there asleep, middle of the night, and I, I feel... What what kind of wakes me up is I feel the pillow moving, uh, like it's sliding uh, off the bed, like right. it, it was right. it, it was there. I felt it moving, and so I reach up with my right hand to grab the pillow and pull it back. But when I do, I swear to God, I grabbed on. To God, to, you don't believe it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I well, all right. I swear to Santa Claus. <laughs> I swear to Santa Claus. <laughs> I. Uh, I saw I, I grabbed onto a human hand. It, uh, I grabbed onto this thing and it immediately pulled itself from my grip and it was super strong. I tried to hold on to it because I like freaked out and then it was gone and I immediately tried to get up out of bed and I'm overcome with dizziness um, you know because I like jump right. out of bed and, right. and lift my head up and overcome with dizziness and I fall back down into my into my pillow, which is there and I'm freaking out at this right. point. Um, and so I, I lay there for a second to get reoriented. Um, and, and so when I finally, uh, get myself up, I just dart out of the room, head to mom and dad's room, leaving Andy with the did you yell that on the way out? <laughs> um, so, well, I kind of find it fascinating real quick though. Like, because Mark's story and Matt's story, I remember in that house, we would all end up in our parents' room sleeping on the floor yeah. many yeah. night, many nights. Like, yeah. all of us. Yeah, I don't remember would... anything, like, specific. Like, I didn't see anything uh, in that house, per se. Uh, there was always a sense of foreboding and, like, a presence there is what I, I, I would definitely agree um, with that. I was yeah. always scared at night, and that's why we'd always end up, like, even the teenagers... Yeah, we would all be 16, in... 17 years old, we ended up on the floor of mom and dad's room. Yeah, yeah. all of us. And that, that happened frequently to me. Uh, frequently freaked out. And, and one thing about mom and dad's room in the Cottonwood house is their door, that wood I door, hated that fucking door. And this door, door had a, a grain pattern from the wood in the door that actually looked, looked like, like, a a, person. like a silhouette of a person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hated that door. <laughs> and so it would be freaky just to look at their door. Right. And we always had to have the door like, open so they, they, they had, had the like light a, on a from the bathroom. bathroom too that went in there. And there was like a little tiny hallway that yep. was always dark in a mirror in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was like this. Well, the hallway was always freaky. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, that was my first story of the pillow incident when I grabbed hold of that hand and went running to mom and dad's room. Uh, and, and at this point, the room I was in was on the, all the way on the other side of the house. So I had to roll, run all the way right. through the house because right. uh, it was on the right. opposite end. Don't trip over those translucent blocks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but my second story was far more terrifying. Um, yeah. And uh, this, this happened a short time later in the same room, only this time I was on the top bunk. Right. Uh, Andy and I had switched. Andy because you the... grabbed a hand on the bottom yeah, bunk. You're like, hey, I kind of want the top bunk now. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you sleep down here? <laughs> it's so great down here. Yeah, I'm glad you're clarifying. <laughs> right. Um, uh, 
And so, uh, yeah, I gave Andy the bottom bunk. Figured I'd be safe on the, the top The demon bunk. hand bunk. Yeah. <laughs> With a little sign that says he's the one you want. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. Paint a little lamb's blood on his forehead every night. <laughs> well, anyway, I, this is a, you know, a short time after the, the hand incident, you know, within a couple of months or so. Uh, and I was on the top bunk. And I wake up in the middle of the night, and I am—I feel this giant pressure on my chest. Uh-huh. And but more than just my chest, it, my arms, my legs, my head—everything was being forced down into the bed. And I wake up, and I'm—I'm—I'm I'm feeling this this massive pressure. And then, uh, and I, I try to speak, but I can't. I'm. Uh, I'm like almost paralyzed, although I can move, but it's like I'm being forced down, right? So I'm, I, I can just shake my, my arms and I'm trying to move and I'm trying to speak and I can't, can't like speak. sleep paralysis? Yeah. And, uh, no, well, I'm going to dispute that, but we can go ahead and finish your story because yeah, I have sleep paralysis and it's nothing like that. But, but uh, I, have, I have it too. I have sleep I've had it. Too. I haven't had it in a while. But anyway, but, so. but it, gets, it gets more scary because as this is happening, it feels like people... Are, are surrounding me and just beating the hell out of me. There's like, uh, I feel like punches all over my body. You know, where. Hey, Matt, just... Matt, those were definitely saints. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, those, those are, are the Lord's angels. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the, the whole bed is rocking, you know, as this right. is going on. And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to call out to Andy, you know, wake him up, but I can't. It feels like there's fingers down my throat. Oh, my God. It was just uh, where I couldn't couldn't move and this goes on for it seems like a really long time but probably you know 15 seconds or so but this is going on um it feels like forever until finally i'm able to make the slightest sound which was just a little "Eh!" (laughs) (laughs) sound um because that's all i can get out but as soon as i make that sound everything stops boom and and i'm just laying there and all of this activity has stopped. The pressure's gone from my, right. from my, you know, can I, can, I can move again, anything like this. I lay there for a moment and just freaking out. Um, and then I repeat the same thing I did with the pillow story is I jump out of bed, <laughs> run to mom and dad's room, and leaving Andy. Leaving Andy. I told you, he's the one you want. Why did you come after me? And so... I I think I combine... I definitely combine these two incidents. So... Okay, um, but yeah, those... I didn't realize they were two separate incidents. Yeah, two two separate instances, but they happened fairly close to each other. Like I said, I I was 11 or 12 years old, um, you know, right around that time, so this would make it like 1985 that this happened. But, uh, so... Anyway, that's that's my stories of me very courageously leaving my brother to the demons <laughs> right. uh, in these rooms, and uh, yeah, those those are my two really big big stories. Uh, I've got lots of other times where I felt scared in the house or or uh, you know just ended up in mom and dad's ended room. up in mom's dad's room. That that happened a lot, um, but yeah, those those are the big instances of ghost stories for me. And so those are pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, it was it was terrifying, and, and and I think what we could call this. I mean, we can discuss this a little bit later because I want to get to Dan's stories, but I think that was just a night terror. Is what it I was. think. Yeah. Well, especially and, the second story, it's very reminiscent of a lot of um, yeah, sleep paralysis I like, stories. I, I have yeah. sleep paralysis fairly often, um, but nothing nothing occurs. Yeah. There's uh, no. Well, uh, me too. there's nothing. different I, levels I of it. Though, like the second I can move is when. 
I it stops. And I yeah, wake up. and there, no uh, one, no one's like beating you. Yeah, um, but I've heard other me. stories where people real. have. I've heard incidents of sleep paralysis where they feel like there's people in the room. Or there's monsters uh, or. There's yeah. things like that. I, mine's been very different. People than, people than have that. hallucinations when they happened. have the sleep paralysis too. I mean, it is a very common thing. Um, and what sleep paralysis is, if if you look it up, it's it's a, uh, it's like, your mind wakes up before your body does. And there's a chemical yeah. that's released that keeps you from, from moving, moving around in your sleep because it will yeah, be Matt, dangerous. Matt, I would like to know if. Did you do you have common sleep paralysis? Like, does it occur? I, I've had I've had life? it I've had it before, but it's actually been years since it's happened to me. But it used to be fairly common. I used to get it too. Um, okay. I don't yeah, get I, it I haven't I haven't had it in years, but uh, I have had sleep paralysis before. But, we wake up there and was only, unconscious. There was only that right. one incident though where you right. had that experience. You didn't have that every time you had sleep paralysis. No. 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 When you have okay. sleep paralysis, you're just like, if I just move my finger, if I just yeah. move right. one. Finger. Right. You're concentrating so hard to just move one right. finger, right. and and I, I find myself laying there. I, I found myself making sure. Well, I got to keep on breathing. Right, right. <laughs> as long as I can keep breathing, I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be a vegetable for the rest of my life, but I will be alive. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's uh, yeah. So I've I've experienced sleep, uh, sleep paralysis before, but it was. It was nothing like this one experience. Right. This this one experience I would put in the category of, of night terror. Right. Um, it, Wait, because it's on, very, it's very similar up. to other stories I've heard up. of night terror. Right. You got up and grabbed a hand. Like, you were not asleep. I think you I was asleep not. on that one. I think I was right. I was hallucinating on that as well. It was, you think you're hallucinating? Uh, on, on the That's pillow one, yeah. Because the, the explanations for your supernatural experience I'm going to find hilarious. Particularly for Daniels, too. Who are creepy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, let's hear Dan's stories. Well, These like, are the best ones. I've got a lot. So, I, which, like, are we still are we sticking to that old house or uh, just whatever one you like? But I, I, I'll, I'll right. tell you one. I'll tell you one because Mark mentioned it. I definitely want to hear the Chicago I'll one. Tell I want to hear one. the screaming demon one because. Yeah, well, yes, you can start wherever you want. So the Chicago one has to be in there because you're right. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so this one was probably one of the more bizarre ones I ever had. Um, when I was living in Chicago, I had this apartment, and it was like a basement apartment kind of. Um, and it was, it was a really old building. I mean, the building was probably built, what, in like the 20s? You know? Okay. Like, it's old. And... Uh, I think my apartment used to be like a storage area that they just converted into an apartment. Um, well, I guess I'll premise it. Well, like when I first moved in um, to this apartment, I had a friend staying over, my friend Kirsten, and like she was in the shower, I was in my room, and like I really, I, I didn't even have any furniture in the place by then. But like, I got this really weird feeling, like a sensation. It was like. It was almost like electricity that that I could like feel running from not in my room but like from my living room kitchen area into the shower and at, right as I started to feel this my friend starts screaming in the shower Okay. Right? And was it because you were sneaking up on her? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm getting I thought there was a ghost in here. I'm getting to it, James. Jeez. So 
Well, you felt this electricity in one room. And in my pants. It was crotch. focused on my crotch. And then I had to get up and see why she was screaming. <laughs> the energy just kept on getting larger and larger. So it was pointing massive. the way, you might say. Was, I would even call it veiny. It was veiny. It was a veiny energy. No, anyway, so like, like, so had this and she told me because i get in and she's screaming and like she comes out of the shower and she puts her towel on or whatever and like we get out of there but she what she told me is like something like attacked her in the shower um she said like the the shower curtain like came in at her and like oh wow like pushed her and like and it was right she that same... She must have been experiencing sleep paralysis as well. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, so sleep paralysis. Which, so that was like, that was literally like the first or second night I was in that apartment. And it was like right as I moved in because like I said, I didn't have any furniture. In fact, I think it was the first night because that's why she was staying there because we're like, hey, let's party in yeah. my new place, you know? And uh, so that was bizarre. But then like, uh, it, it was a while later... I had a couple friends of mine visit me in Chicago. My friend Katie and Kate. Um, well, I guess I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta actually back up a little bit. So later on, like right before they came and visited me, I was like watching TV or something in the living room, and I had fallen asleep on the couch, and and I woke up in like the middle of the night, right and. Uh, and I was still kind of half asleep, you know, and I, I had this coffee table in front of my couch and I look and there's this guy standing on my coffee well, I table you telling me about this. Yeah. and he's looking at me and he was, he was semi-transparent, but like, I still remember he had a, a red and white striped shirt on like fucking where's Waldo. He had kind of a, like, he kind of had, like, these bell-bottom pants, and he had curly There's hair. There's Waldo! I found him! I found him! He had curly hair, and he I was... Catch you, little bastard. <laughs> and, and he's standing on my table, and he's got his, his hands on his hips, like Peter Pan, and he's looking at me. And, and I'm like, I'm... And it only lasted for like I mean I don't, like a couple seconds. It was very quick, and and then it was gone. And and, and then it was it, did it feel malevolent like it wanted to hurt you? Or no, I, it just kind did it of feel like positive or I, I don't think it was negative or positive. It was just there looking at me. It, so was he kind of doing the Captain Morgan stance? Or? No, he didn't have his leg up, didn't but he had his okay. hands on his hips right. like. Like, like this, so and he's he looking. So his clothes, would you say, were like from the nineteen seventies? Yeah, what, what I would say from like this, like the late sixties or early seventies, because he had bell bottoms on. He had this red and white striped T-shirt, and he had this curly, I want to say like a blonde or reddish hair, right? And he just, and he didn't have like an, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily an angry expression on his face. He was just like. I, I, how do you describe like a, like, like a stern like a stern yeah stern yeah. look on his face and then he was gone and so at that time I just completely chalked it up to like oh, I was dreaming. dreaming still because I just woke up and then so a, a couple months pass yeah. right I forgot about the second follow up to this yeah go ahead Gary. so Sorry. a couple months yeah. pass and I had told my friend Kirsten who was my friend out there about this I was like it was really weird I saw this dude standing at my coffee table 
And and but so a couple months later, my friends come and visit, and they're staying at my place. And I didn't tell them the story because I just because like I said, I chalked it off as I was dreaming, right. you know, whatever. And and after like the second night, my friend Katie, who was actually sleeping in the living room, was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go stay at my friend Kirsten's house." She didn't tell me why, but she told Kirsten when she was over there that night that she was like, I can't sleep in his living room because I keep seeing this guy standing on this coffee oh, table looking at me. And Kirsten was like... That's just Dan. Well, yeah, it's just me. It's just me. It was that, it was that veiny electric monster again. Oh, Dan always gets some energy in his crotch reason. He kept offering for me to take a shower. But it was, weird. It was so weird. But, like, it was funny because, like, Kirsten was like, are you shitting me? And then she relayed the story to Katie about what I had saw. And we I'd never told Katie this. She you just know, saw it on her own. This too, she said that before, without even saying anything, that, she, that the dude was doing the Peter Yeah, Peter Oh, yeah, he was doing thing. the same pose. That's another right. thing. Because oh. well, what, what had happened yeah. when she was describing this dude standing on the table, because I had told Kirsten this, and Kirsten was like, was he doing this and like does the Peter Pan pose? And she's like, yeah. And so it was like the same thing that she oh, saw, wow. which that's, that's pretty bizarre. And this is why Dan's an asshole. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, and then Mark comes. I come and visit Dan in Chicago. I'm si I am going to sleep on the couch. Same couch. <laughs> um, with the same coffee table. coffee table. I mean, it was and, probably only a few months Yeah, it was later. And then I'm like sitting on there, and Dan gets me a blanket. We just got home from the bars, and he's uh -huh. like, Oh, let me tell you this crazy story. <laughs> right here on this coffee on this table, table right this here. Table right here. And my friend saw it too. Couldn't sleep here anymore. <laughs> crazy. Good night. Good night. <laughs> I did not sleep at all. <laughs> I was like trying to close my eyes. I'm like, if he waking up, expecting that dude to be standing on is, the table. Is Peter Pan there? <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in the morning so like, Dan, you were such like, an asshole. Did you just watch TV all night or something? Or what no, the TV do? was off. I was just on the couch trying to sleep. Trying to not trying not freak to out. Get attacked by Where's Waldo. <laughs> yeah, right? From the 70s. <laughs> yeah. And Dan tells it in such great detail right before I go to bed. Right, I mean, it, was. it was. like, I remember that because I tell you, it was like, Okay, I'm going to go crash. <laughs> really? <laughs> Have fun. I'm going to sleep by your bed, Dan. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm a boy. That's probably so one that, of the most... by far the craziest. That's, that's yeah. probably well, the well, most bizarre. Pretty, I mean, they're pretty bad. That was definitely a, a really bizarre one. Sure. Um, especially because it wasn't like... It was corroborated. It was corroborated, right. Like, they saw the same thing, which, I mean, I can't necessarily yeah. explain that. Um, yeah. Uh, you That's know. a weird sleep paralysis slash hallucination experienced by two people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they call a mass hallucination. <laughs> Goodness. I mean, gosh. That's weird. It, it is. I, you know, I can't... The random firing our, of our evolutionary brains clearly produced that. Well, uh, you've got the, the explanation just... down. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I was really confused yeah. before you explained it, James. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
so I'm, like, I'm here, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> What's another one that I can't really... Screaming even... Demons. Screaming Demons. Wait, that was in Chicago, too. Screaming Demons. Wait, I don't know if I remember that Dan one. has so many, he forgot. Honestly, like, wait, what was <laughs> oh, the Dan, Screaming I can, Demons? I can point I to one. Remember when you were staying at a house in uh, Bell Vista, in Gilbert, somewhere? Oh, there? yeah, the one with the friendly ghost. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, I about that one. Yeah, that one was a really interesting like one too. At all, uh, because I stayed at your house. Yeah. Um, so this one, this well, one's I, another really one interesting. One or two nights, and uh, whatever that was, I felt like it, it attacked me one night. Yeah, um, it, kept, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. Oh yeah, that's right. It was kind of like it, it was it, protective it, of it me. Was protective of it was protective of me, which was really interesting. So like. Like it started, so I moved in with my friends. They, they, uh, their dad had bought another house and was renting out this house to his daughters. They were all Canadian and they were great roommates. Um, but, uh, so like he's renting this house out to us. And when I moved in, um, the, the girls, his, the girls that my roommates, they, they were already living there and I just kind of moved into the, the spare room. And one night they were talking about some weird stuff happening. And, and I know, like, w a couple things that I noticed in the house is, like, the dryer door would always be open no matter what. Like, and, and like, I knew, I, like, I would know that I'd close it. But in the morning it would be open. Like, just little stupid things like that, you notice. But, like, they would talk about, like, that same shit happening or, like, shit would, like, disappear and then, like, reappear other places. Or just really weird, like, random things. And so later on, um, both of the girls moved out. And it was really cool because their dad and I, we were, like, like, we were becoming, like, we were good friends at the time. And he let me just stay there in the house, pay my portion of the rent but I had the whole house to myself, oh, which wow. was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, and during this time, so I was basically living alone in this house. And so my room was like down the hallway. So you walk in the house and there's like a big living room area, right? And then like the kitchen was to the left and there's this little hallway to the rooms to the right. And my room was like the furthest down the hallway on the right. And... And, and what's interesting is, like, the girls who lived there before they moved out, they would tell me that they always had the weird feeling in the room that I moved into, of course. So, um, several nights before, like, like when it kind of started, um, I would be sitting watching TV. I'd have all the lights off. And I would almost, it was like, it's hard to describe. I wouldn't necessarily see it but I would kind of see it. I, I I don't know how to explain it any further than that, but I would, this thing, this entity would like poke its head out of the hallway and look at me and I would look at it and it, I would be like, and then I started talking to it. So like, because I was well, living alone. That's your first mistake right there. <laughs> well, I did and I was like, don't talk to the it. demon. I was like, because I didn't, you know, I mean, I've had these other experiences before in the house and like, I didn't, want to be like tormented by this thing so i'm like i'm gonna make friends with it do you know waldo in chicago <laughs> yeah well, no, this was before this was before i moved to chicago um but like and so like i would come home and like i would announce hey i'm home you know to whatever's there and like but i would be on the couch a lot of times and it would come out and like stand next to me and then retreat back like you could feel it 
several times. So you could feel you it could more just than feel you could it, see it, Daniel, or could you actually see I it? I could feel it more than I could see it. But it was very, like, oh. it was very distinct. Like, it wasn't like, you know, it was like, you know that feeling when you get when somebody's staring at you, you know, and you're kind of like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, you turn yeah. around. It was like that, but... So anyway, so uh, later on, as I'm living in this house, um, I used to get panic attacks a lot. Like in my like my mind would just race, and you know I would just I would get really bad panic attacks. And I remember one night I was in my room and I was getting this really bad panic attack. I'm trying to sleep, I can't sleep. I'm rolling around and I'm like, you know, and I don't know if you've had panic attacks before, but like. You kind of like hyperventilate and you, yeah. you know, it was a really bad one. And I remember like turning over and, and, and my room's dark and I see this, I see it. Like, it's not just, I'm feeling, I see this thing over my bed looking at me and I get the feeling. Can you describe it? What did it look like? It was, it was more of like a, just like a, like a grayish, grayish mass. Okay. Right. It wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot of distinct features, but I do. It. It was. It is really weird. It was caressing my face with its its hand. Sure, it was its hand. <laughs> well, it was only one. My mouth. It was only it one was really weird. big finger. I'm hoping it was a hand. <laughs> my face was really sticky in the <laughs> I think it was ectoplasm. I'm pretty sure it was ectoplasm. Spooky ghost. Spooky ghost. <laughs> um, so, but no, and so this thing was like, this thing was concerned for me because it felt like what I, like it felt my energy or whatever, me freaking out. But what was really interesting, as soon as I saw it, I immediately became calm. Like I was, I wasn't panicking oh, anymore. Do you feel like it was a, a male or a female? It was or... male. I know that it was yeah, male. Definitely from the figure. Yep. It, was, it was definitely male. Large. It was a, it was a large, large male. I could barely get it in my mouth. <laughs> so anyways, there's, there's more to this story, though. So, so right? If it was a male, then you don't have an incubus and not a succubus. Oh, well, thanks for the time. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. We got right the expert here. here. So, so anyway, so this thing, and so like for several months, I'm like basically like friends with this ghost in my house. And it would like, and, and there were times where like, it would like stand in the corner of my room and watch me while I sleep. And, but what's weird is because like after that instant, like I was never afraid of it. It was just this thing that was there. Right, and so James, you you went over to Dan's house. I went over and stayed with Dan. Uh, I, I think just a night, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, I was sleeping on the couch, and I felt like something didn't want me to be there. Right, and was was like it felt like it was messing with me. I didn't see anything. I, I just felt I felt messed with. I almost I, I did feel some touches and that kind right. of thing. Right. Uh, was your never, face sticky the next it. day as well? <laughs> was, it, <laughs> was there pressure on your anus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where my brothers are going right now, and we're not. No, that's not what. I was not molested. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't raped by Dan's ghost. I'm glad. He <laughs> <laughs> was a little rapey. <laughs> no means no, ghost. No. <laughs> Not in the paranormal world. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you know it's, it's, your body says no, but your soul your says soul no. says yes. That's yeah. right. 
What's interesting, though, that you say that, James, is because um, a very similar thing happened to a friend of mine when he came over and he stayed the night. And, like, we had partied and whatever, and, like, he was crashing on the floor in my room. And, and right as we were going to bed, I distinctly heard somebody say my name. Like, but it was really strange. It's like, damn. And it was like urgent. And I'm like, and it woke me up. And my, the friend that was there was like, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, and then like, we're like, okay. And so we try to go back to bed. And like not even five minutes later, he like, he gets up and he's like, dude, I can't sleep in here. This thing is fucking with me. Like, yeah, it was like, totally and what he, said, what he said, what he said is like that it would, with me. it would get, yeah. it would get up on him and it would like. It started poking him and be like, it, he said it would say, because he heard it. I didn't hear this other part. Mm-hmm. I heard my name, but he heard this. It was, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Like, as it was poking him while he was trying yeah. to sleep. Why are you here? Why are you here? And and then he had to he had to get up and leave because it wouldn't leave him alone. And it was really. See, this, this is why Dan has the greatest, greatest ghost stories here. This yes. is uh, Right? Yeah. Especially because they're corroborated. Yeah. You know, like, cause, but I don't know. I mean, it was it was pretty bizarre. And then, like, when I moved out of that house, I almost expected it to follow me, but it didn't. So I don't know what happened. So I'm let me ask you this. To this day. Probably. <laughs> so. All right, Dan. Let me ask you this. You are atheist. Right. Yeah, you have these experiences that you cannot explain. Right. And it does point to some type of afterlife no see that's the difference this is where this is where i disagree okay, on that because we, yeah, how dare we don't everybody always assumes that we, we see these things you we experience in god <laughs> no listen listen james okay so we experience these things just because we don't understand them does not automatically mean god or or homie that's dead he's coming to visit what if it's something else what if it's something we don't know yeah. how to explain what if it's that the theology of the catholic church is correct <laughs> <laughs> That was a really good joke, James. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best one yet. I mean, you have all the evidence. You know, I like, I, I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. Like, I've had other really strange experiences of, like, you know, lots of them. But, you know, I used to think the same way. But, like, what if it's, like, what if it's something else? Like, why does it always have to be, like, oh, it's Grandma Joe came back from the dead to visit. What a shitty afterlife would that be? You're hanging out in an apartment for however many years since the seventies, standing <laughs> on coffee tables. You know, like I don't, I don't. It's clear proof I mean, of God in the same. Must be, must be. That is proof of I mean, Jesus you know, right there. You know, it's it, a valid point. What you're saying is like, you know, we we can't explain it, but it does point to there are more things in heaven and earth than we can understand. I agree, but right? the thing is, I, mean, I feel it does that point to it does point to something else which is perhaps the mind and the brain are two separate things oh i Um, think that's a stretch there yeah i don't it could be i mean we we're we're really just unlocking what our consciousness is in science anyways like what it truly is and it could be just i mean who knows what it is what if it's like okay so for instance i've been thinking about this a lot with the, the house that we grew up in right I was talking to Matt a little bit about this. You remember the hallway used to always be the scariest spot, right? Yes. Yes. Right? But if you remember, what was in the middle of that fucking hallway was a washer and dryer Uh, with a 220 volt that was 
built in the fucking 70s. Okay, so that's a huge uh, fucking electromagnetic field right there. Are you saying and we don't know, listen, we don't know, we don't know what electromagnetic fields will do to our brain and our consciousness. You know, that could easily be an explanation for some of the things that happened in the house. Look, I mean, I guarantee, look, I'll follow you on this one. Uh, I guarantee whatever appliances we had were the worst. Right, <laughs> right. And and I guarantee because mom and dad built that house, I do you think dad paid somebody a lot of money to wire it that he properly? A paranormal appliance that was shooting out. I'm just saying that there can be other explanations than oh, it's a dead person or oh, it's a it's God. It's proof of an afterlife. It doesn't prove anything to that it's a strange experience it's unexplainable a lot of times but it doesn't mean it doesn't have to always mean that there's an afterlife or the or, or the spiritual realm or, or spiritual it, right it could be something completely different you know and it's i obviously i don't i don't know what it is i know those things happen but you know what it, like i mean even even in that place when i lived in chicago um, the place was built in the 20s. I'm sure their electrical was really top-notch, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so... Well, I mean, that, that's... that's uh, I don't know, Daniel. I mean, there's a corroborated... I mean, every, almost I, everyone I know has some sort of story like this. It's not... Right. So, yeah, it's, it's a common thing for occur. people to experience and right. ghost stuff. Right. There are but it doesn't necessarily... It doesn't, it doesn't have, why does it always have to go to the spiritual realm, though? Is it possible? And I don't think, it doesn't prove that there's a God, you're right. And it really, it doesn't prove that, that there's, there's a spiritual realm, either. It's something that, that's unexplainable, yes, but... Everything that's unexplainable doesn't point to, to the ultimate unexplainable thing, God. Right. Right, or or even the, the spiritual realm. Because there are it things... It points to just... Uh, just strange things about human consciousness. Right, or, or that things that we don't understand. And maybe, you know, and this is another thing, okay? I've heard this story that when when the first ships from Europe came to the the Americas, when the Native Americans saw these these giant wooden ships, the, the technology was so more, I guess, advanced than they had shipbuilding-wise that they really didn't understand what they were seeing. And so, like, if you look at how they described these things, it was like, you know, it became mythical because they didn't know really what these things were. There's these metal men coming off of these giant ships, you know. Are we about to go to aliens right now? No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is like, these could be things that we experience, but the explanation could be, it could be something that just our minds don't understand. And so it kind of fills in the blanks, right? Yeah, but these are like these are like they're they're taking conscious action, like they're doing things. They're Again, not, your mind can do a lot of things, here. James. You're I mean, people hallucinate all the time. Something. You actually heard a voice, and you actually saw someone. I don't think you're crazy. I mean, right? Most but again, and I'm, not, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that nothing was there and that it was all a figment of my imagination. But what I'm saying is, is it doesn't necessarily point to these entities as being angels or demons or you know whatever it 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 points to something that's that's truly unexplainable mm. i call bullshit <laughs> 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 
I think we should end there. <laughs> <laughs> Make your point. Right? I don't know. You've recounted these incredible stories, both of you, both of my atheist demonic brothers. <laughs> have, have recounted incredible stories that you still even in your lack of faith but again it doesn't deny today so you're saying that i should believe in jesus because i saw some ghosts there could be a supernatural realm that you're not aware of you refuse to even go there Uh, no i've been there james that's the thing i've been there i used to believe that but i don't here's a good thing there here's a good good way to put it is because you know i i gave a couple of of uh, scary ghost stories that happened to me but in the spiritual realm of things as a mormon i had lots of spiritual experiences right where i felt like the church was true right or joseph smith was a true prophet or whatever i mean you had these positive spiritual yeah. experiences right. um and I, I know but it's demonstrably provable that mormonism is not true right and so the spirit that i was feeling at, that I at, recognized as the Holy Ghost at the time was, was something else. Was something else. It was something endorphins. Me. It was endorphins running through your blood. Right. Well, I, I would agree with that, but we're talking about two different things. We're talking about like elevation emotion, uh, where you already want to believe something, uh, which would be like the Mormon Church, where you already want to believe it, so you get something that's communicating to you that it's true. And we're talking about Matt grabbing a hand or getting the shit beaten out of him by a bunch of hands. Those are two different, very different Yeah, but at things. the same time... Daniel having a relationship... I, I, think, it's, I think it's... I think it's relevant, <laughs> though, like, James... Very hey, thing. Dan's sexual relationship with these ghosts... <laughs> right. ...is really immaterial at this point. That's... <laughs> Yeah, let's not I, talk I, about my ghost spirit or sexual life. <laughs> you know, we're gonna have to add. That's a, very special to Dan. We private. Don't want to take it away we're gonna me. have to add another letter to that long LGBTQ. <laughs> <laughs> right, ghost poltergeist. <laughs> you know, but but the thing is, James, is like I think what like I, I agree with what Matt says is like okay, yeah, these experiences happen, but like we relate to them. Like, we try to figure it out because it's unexplainable, and so we we put it into context that we understand, which is why so many people put, oh, that's that's proof of an afterlife because they already believe in an afterlife. You know what I mean? So, you... you well, I mean, you, if something is communicating with it's you... It's something. I, I'm not saying it's not anything, but why does it automatically right? have to be God? It, there's no proof it of God there. There's no proof argument. of... What I'm arguing is that there's something supernatural and paranormal about what you're what you're experiencing right there's obviously another dimension that you're not aware of i agree that there's something and i don't think that's unreasonable to suggest that in light of of these stories and other things and in light of things like when people are uh outside of their bodies even though like they're in surgery for example and they have their ears covered and their eyes covered and they die uh, or their, their heart stopped and somehow they're outside of their body. That so, suggests to me that the mind and the brain are different things. So all those together suggest that there's something spiritual about see, our See, I don't agree with that. I think that's a jump. I think it's a jump from that. Because we don't under... You know, they, they talk about the... like the jump. They, they talk about when, like, like the out-of-body experiences and, like, like these, these near-death experiences. But when your mind is dying... 
they they've already proven that like you shoot like your brain starts shooting off these like memories and and hallucinates that hallucinates uh, ah, I can't hallucinations. Talk. hallucinations while you're going through that because it's a body's defense mechanism against death so you you basically go to a happy place a like that's what that's what i find really odd about that argument because i've heard that before oh well, we're releasing this chemical that is supposed to be defense against death what possible evolutionary benefit would be I, I think it's fear against fear. It's fear. God. It's fear. Like what? What is the what is the evolutionary benefit of you to not a being? A, it's it, you know what the evolutionary benefit is, James. It's the same evolutionary benefit. It's the it's the same evolutionary benefit as when we get injured severely and you go into shock and you don't feel it because your body protects protects you from feeling those things. That's why you go into shock. Okay, it's the same kind of thing where as you're dying, your body is protecting your mind because that's the last thing that you have when you die is your mind. Well, what would be the evolutionary uh, advantage of your incubus coming to you every night? Like what is sexual gratification? Sexual release. <laughs> right. Ghost reproduction. That's how... <laughs> how do you think they get ghost babies, James? <laughs> how do you think these ghosts multiply? <laughs> That's just evolution. And the thing is, James, I understand the argument <laughs> Survival on both of the ghost sides. And Matt, this is the last thing that Matt struggled with when he, you know, rejected Jesus and started inviting the demons into his body. <laughs> he struggled. He struggled with the supernatural because he had these intense experiences. I think you're still struggling with them today, Matt. Oh that no, you're absolutely wrong about that. <laughs> right. I, I am not <laughs> struggling with this at all. I, <laughs> I, I underestimated the power of the demons. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not struggling with. I I enjoy ghost stories. I think they're a lot of fun. I think they're fascinating. They're, I watch those ghost videos and like. Yeah, I'll watch like ghost hunters and, and yeah. things like this. I, I used to watch. It I all think it's time. fascinating, but I, I don't. I still think it's a jump into. Oh, it's proof of the afterlife. It's it's something that's, you know, it's. I feel it's it's just not explainable by science yet. Uh, you have as much faith in science as I have in God. You actually believe that it can yeah, answer every maybe, question. Maybe, maybe, yeah. You know what? Because science offers proof of things, it. while that's, religion that's, offers that's so fairy tales. Silly to think that you could scientifically explain absolutely everything—that is—that is. That is a you should be argument. able to absolutely. Well, I'm glad you had a book that explains everything. Too bad it's, yeah. too bad it's really confusing. Hey. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, so... Um, <laughs> all right, well, I, I think we've been going for a little over an hour now, and I think that's probably getting close to the end of this podcast. So. Uh, anybody yeah. else have anything left to say? Uh, James thinks this is absolute proof of God and spirits. Right. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's suggested certainly, and I I think for you to deny the paranormal in this is uh, the essence of hubris. And uh, hubris, I think you should hubris. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> what is the patron saint saint of hubris? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have I to look it up. There is one. I just have to look it up. I'm going to guess Saint Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I got to say one more thing when I, the, like the jump to being religious i feel that it's i don't know how to say this properly 
Um, well, you, yeah, because you, I don't... because you might offend me. We are we do try to be delicate, we, right, <laughs> James? I'm, I'm a, we really care about each other's emotions. <laughs> I mean, what what would be more realistic, James, to believe that it's something that is not necessarily explainable now, but could be in the future through scientific methods and proven methods, or believing in the spaghetti monster in the sky that sent these and demons or angels to me like what's monster, more the, the ultimate straw man argument right the but no but what's think sky. about it like if you think we about it like logically why why jump to religion when did, it, you would have a point but James? we don't believe in the spaghetti monster in the sky <laughs> right. atheist it, it's such a stupid atheist argument. there's far better atheist arguments than spaghetti monster james uh so, so what chapter or what book in the bible reference the spaghetti monster i'm just wondering for clarification is there a spaghetti monster <laughs> saint um, he's italian right <laughs> 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 oh, i'm gonna send you a succubus tonight <laughs> what extra sauce <laughs> <laughs> I think that so would be I the last thing I want to say. <laughs> so we'll leave it at that. The uh, giant Italian spaghetti monster in the sky is right. sending us ghosts. Send us ghosts. Um, it, but I do have one final question for you, James. Um, yes. So do you believe in ghosts or in the sense that they are uh, dead people that are trying to communicate right. with yeah. you? Or do you believe that they're all demons masquerading as as our loved ones the, or a common protestant theme would be to believe that uh they're all demons or angels uh the catholic church believes in both uh, ah they, so yeah, there's ghosts really that... so you could be you could so, be a disembodied human soul as well is that Ooh. so would that be part of purgatory in your religion then uh that's it could they could be actually in all three places or, wait, wait, wait. Hold wait on, is hold it a on. logistical problem no, 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 no. that's supposed to go <laughs> no, I, to heaven or hell? <laughs> I want I lost. lost. They got lost. Right. right? The light you wasn't working the for them at the time. This is why it's important to go towards the light when you die. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, Otherwise, you're going to be stuck, stuck in yeah. the 70s standing on coffee tables. <laughs> <laughs> this couch is the ugliest couch. I hate it. I just keep on staring at Fuck it. Fuck your couch. <laughs> uh, hey, hey Mark, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care. Um, based on the traditional view is that you could be in touch with a spirit either in heaven, hell, or purgatory. Wait, wait. I really, I do want to understand this. So, like, one. are you saying that the spirit can be in heaven, hell, and in purgatory at the same time? No, no, no. No, the spirit could be in one of those three places, but you could be seeing it or experiencing it. So when, when I experience a ghost, it could be a ghost from heaven, from hell, or lost. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Okay. I'm yeah, just, so I wanted to clarify because I wasn't... fully what, what heaven, hell, and purgatory look like, um, but we, we can... It seems to suggest that the spirit's disposition um, would suggest they're in one of those three places, um, and they can exist in 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 the same spot as where we're at. Um, so that's that's the the general view. I mean, the, the church doesn't have any specific teaching on that, but uh, there are you can you can pick up that 
that it's either a demon it's or it's actually a disembodied human um it's it could be one of those two things it can also be an angel i suppose i would guess purgatory looks a lot like the dmv you said you didn't know what these places look like no, the, that that purgatory has got to be the like the DMV. Is, is simply heaven's waiting room everyone who goes to purgatory goes to heaven at one eventually there's no one in purgatory eventually goes to hell they're just or no one is stuck in purgatory permanently they they all go to heaven Oh, so there's the people in purgatory that don't... Like, the people in purgatory aren't going to hell. They're just waiting for heaven? They're just waiting for heaven. That's right. So you're saying that, like, if you're so a bad person, you just go straight to hell? So is purgatory a yes. bad place? I mean, as far as do you get tortured purgatory there? Is not like a bad place. Like, I, so are people in heaven right now... Is that all my brothers go to purgatory. <laughs> no, but James... For thousands of years. <laughs> Are people or, in heaven millions, right now, though? Depending on the brother. <laughs> right, right. I think that's a good place to end it. All right. Was there another question? Was there another question there? Or it was. I, I was just asking if, if, if uh, is there are there people in heaven right now, or is just everybody waiting? Yes, yes. No. So why are these people the waiting? Saints spirit, the saints are in heaven. But why are these people uh, waiting in purgatory? Why don't they just go to heaven? They have to be punished for a certain because amount. they're not. Oh. No, right. it's not being punished. It's just they're not they're not ready for heaven yet. There's there's something that is within them that's not ready for it. Um, so like so unfinished business, like that movie with the bus and all those ghosts on it. C.S. Lewis's book on the Great Divorce is a uh, called The Great Divorce is a very good analogy for what the reasons why people would be in purgatory. And that's from a Protestant perspective too. So, <laughs> oh. so you immediately reject it? <laughs> no, no, I like that. It's one of my favorite books. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so. But you do still have this desire to burn the author. <laughs> no. By the way, is no. C.S. Lewis in hell or in purgatory? Ooh, that's a good question. Or is he in heaven? Is, I'm very sure in heaven right now. So, uh, oh, so he was just in purgatory for a little while, right? If, if he was in purgatory, it was a very short time. <laughs> James, I'll tell you what. When I die, I'm going to haunt your ass. <laughs> so bad. No Just please don't, please don't ink you this, man. <laughs> That's was, what he was talking about. Yeah. I'm, you're going to wake up with these, like, dick slaps on your face. <laughs> I couldn't move and it felt like somebody was slapping me with a dick. <laughs> Uh, great, great way to end this. Yeah, All right. So at that, on that note, no further ado, we'll go ahead and end the podcast. Thanks to all our listeners for listening. Um, if you want to, if you want to leave messages about your ghost stories, feel free. We'd love to hear them. Um, and uh, so I guess the final question for the brothers before we end is, what are we going to talk about next? Yeah, that's time? a good question. Mm. Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to talk Bible about Bible stories. Bible stories. Uh, we could, uh, say, it, say that again, James? We could follow up on election fraud if we want to go. Oh, back God, to okay. Oh, you got some fun. more ammo on election oh, fraud. Oh, here we go. Okay. No, I, no I'm just, it's just an idea. Um, yeah. I like the idea of Bible stories. I want to oh, do God. some Bible stories next time. We want to go on the offense, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mark, are you on my side or not? I can't. <laughs> uh, I'm agnostic about it. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> All right, so Bible stories next week. Woo Let's do this. All right. You up for that, James? <laughs>
Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yay! All right. All right. So We're next... using the Catholic Bible, though. So. Uh, all right. Yeah, I don't I'd know love Latin to have James. the Apocrypha. That'd yeah, be even let's better. Do it. We can do some crazy <laughs> stories in the Apocrypha. And there are dragon on it. There are dragons and, yeah. and pitches and yeah. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Nice. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that's with no further ado, I guess that is that is it. Thanks for listening, and we're off.